0: Well, joining me as we take a look at what's playing out in the equity scene is Viv Govinda from Rancis Offshore. Thanks so much for your time, Viv. Lots that happened on the JSC. It was really uh, quite interesting to see uh, the share price movements today. We saw the gold and platinum stocks flying, but also uh, investors selling off some of the counters that came out with numbers today, including MTN, APSA, and TFG. I actually just want to start off with the gold and platinum stocks uh, that gained the most today on the JSC. Is that just a story of dollar weakness filtering through to to, to those stocks?
1: To a certain extent, yes. Uh, I mean, we have seen, whenever there's uncertainty about uh, the currency, people do flock to gold. Usually, uh, the dollar is the safe haven that people will go to. But, uh, you know, obviously, when you have a possible uh, issue with regards to the U.S., uh, banking system people will go to gold as an alternative and that's one of the reasons we've seen that uh, happen uh it's not really a widespread thing for instance you're seeing the oil price under of pressure so it's not all commodities that are benefiting Ah, okay. uh,
0: all right well actually should the jitters on silicon valley bank um and also signature over the weekend i mean should those jitters impact um fed decisions at any point because you have goldman sachs coming out and saying that they don't see the fed increasing interest rates at its march meeting next week
1: yeah that's a that's a very big change because last week we were seeing i think goldman was coming Bloomberg was coming out and saying there was a uh they were pricing in a 50 basis point hike in the next meeting uh this is after inflation came in higher than expected and we we're seeing like really strong employment uh for them to go from 50 to not doing anything at all is quite a big move uh and it would show that you know they are you know quite nervous what's happening at the moment but look if that's going to be the case we have uh, inflation tomorrow. We'll talk about that a bit. Uh, if that is still going to be like 6% plus, or 6% even, uh, you know, and the Fed is going to stop r- r- hiking rates, that means inflation has a very good chance to become very sticky and very embedded. Uh, so that's a, that's a very big call for the Fed to make to basically stop uh, hiking. Uh, some are arguing the opposite. They're saying because now what's really happened is that the FDIC limit, uh, which was a quarter of a million dollars, is effectively removed. So if you have a deposit to the U.S. bank, and the bank goes down, the precedent right now is that you'll get your money back, just as it is fully insured. Uh, and that's just now, maybe the Fed is more likely to go up and hike because now they know that no bank can actually fail to a point where their affects depositors. So it remains to be seen what the actual outcome is going to be. But yeah, that's a rumor. Uh, we've seen many things that are reacting as if there's going to be uh, a pause in rate hikes. Uh, Bitcoin faced up significantly and a couple of other factors, even the overall market being as high as is, despite the fact that the banking sector in the US is under a lot of pressure today.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, let's stick to banks and come back home. APSA came out with results today. Uh, They had a double-digit increase in their top and the bottom line, but that growth in credit impairments really sending alarm bells. Uh, That share price down about 5% on the day, and I'm not exactly sure if that reaction was to the numbers or to the general market sell-off that we've seen, particularly in the financial financial sector uh, complex. Your thoughts on that?
1: Uh, I think it's, it's partly that. I mean, every other bank has also done, Ned Bank, First Strand, Starbuck were also down today, but they were down about half as much. I mean, I think ABSA ended up down more than 6% for the yeah. day. Well, 6.5% for the day, at the other at low, basically, of the day. Uh, I mean, it has, you know, obviously issues that every other bank shares as well. <clears throat> That's why you saw the other banks negative about, say, 3% or so. So I can understand I'm slightly over. Uh, but, I mean, the market was uh, quite, uh, you know, uh, harsh on ABSA, especially because of the fact that it had, you know, some of its best results ever uh, I think they may be worried about some of the stuff that's happening, had, for instance, exposure to Ghana. Uh, you know, Ghana is, uh, you know, a fast growing African country in the West Coast of Africa, it has recently undergone quite a, a bit of turmoil, uh, you know, basically defaulting on their debt, and that's obviously impacting Absa as well. So that would be one of the reasons we are seeing ABSO, you know falling, at, like I said, significantly more than other banks, even though all the banks are down at the moment.
0: Yeah, that's the thing, and it's quite interesting because it's not just APSA that is exposed uh, to the Ghana sovereign debt situation. So quite interesting uh, to see that market reaction there. Let's check in on Sun International that actually had an opposite reaction after they released their results. That share price at some point, I think, uh, up uh, about 5%. So their headline earnings uh, per share more than doubled. Fully back in dividend territory, they declared a final dividend uh, after they declared that interim dividend uh, previously. Investors, they're celebrating... Are you as bullish on uh, on this comeback kid
1: to some extent i am that's because i'm bullish on africa as a whole and the world as a whole as people get richer they, they demand a couple of things they don't want more meat that's one thing you'll see higher comes higher meat consumption higher education demands and also high you know travel demand they're going to travel more they do more leisure activities and i think if you're bullish about africa you're bullish about south africa long term. You'd want to have something like you know something national in there because you know it would benefit uh, more than the normal gdp of uh you know uh t- travel and tourism etc so i think long term you'd be positive shorter term i think that things are still nervous especially with the issues in africa i mean some of the reputation for international travelers has gone down quite dramatically and local uh, you know travelers local consumers are under pressure at the moment look at the credit numbers as well coming out
0: mm. um mtn uh also punished by the markets, down more than 11%, uh, also releasing results uh, today. Is it load shedding? Um, And maybe just the the perfect storm of macroeconomic challenges?
1: Yeah, to a certain extent, uh, you know, the failed, everyone's talking about the fact that even you mentioned it, there's a risk of South Africa becoming a failed state. Uh, That's a term you're hearing more and more often. Um, You know, what exactly that means, we don't exactly know the definition, but you know, that's a very common term. Uh, they say they've spent close to 700 million on uh, on you know it, things they needed to do to overcome load shedding, uh, which is obviously you know quite a large chunk of income. But one thing I liked about them was the fact that their active mobile money uh, customers increased 21. percent uh, They have almost 70 million customers. You know, if a bank had 70 million customers, we be one of the biggest banks in the world, mm. and that's effectively what they're aiming to do right now. Uh, there's issues with registration of SIM in like you know places like Ghana, etc., and Nigeria. But I think long term, this is a very interesting strategy that they have in place around. Uh, they're getting to the financial sector as a, as a, um, as a network provider because they already have a relationship with the customer. The customer already pays their money all the time for airtime, et cetera. And just upping that to the next level is a is a very nice little step up that might make them very valuable in the future.
0: Uh, all right. Well, let's get to your stock pick for today, Viv.
1: Unfortunately, I'm just being a coward and sticking with cash right now. <laughs> Uh, we don't know what's happening with the banking sector yet we still have to see what those numbers from the uh cpi numbers for tomorrow for the us looks like uh, if they are reasonable i mean like six percent or sub six percent uh you know there's definitely an argument to be made that the u.s fed might halt and in that scenario, i mean you probably won't be buying in but right now i'm just a bit nervous
0: uh all right okay well thank you very much for your time and for your insights and analysis today Viv governor from Ransus offshore